0: <laughs> Hello everyone! Welcome to uh episode <coughs> ninety-seven. Yes, of robots for eyes. I don't know what it is yet. So uh you know, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. It's just a, a mystery to me.
1: Yeah, episode ninety-seven. Hello everyone. How are we all doing? Hope you're all good. You're right, Rob. Yes, I'm all good. You're Working all? away. Working away. we are not now. You're sitting no. there with I'm a puffer sorry. jacket on, drinking a cup of coffee. Ow, my ankle nearly cracked then. Nice. That's yeah. got no
0: bearing on anything. But <laughs> I don't fuck around, mate. Puffer jacket, cup of coffee. You know what
1: I mean? And here we are, Friday. <laughs> yeah, man. Beer o'clock. Beer yes. o'clock soon. It is. Very soon. Yeah. I'm having a couple, in about three hours, I think.
0: Where are you going? I said two. Are you but going anyway, Are you just having it here? Just getting pissed on your own? Come see the old man. Oh, are you? Yeah. 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 So has he got his drinking boots on as well, then?
1: He may have. He may have. I think he will do. He drinking always does. Drinking boots is a strange saying, isn't it? Have you got your drinking boots on? I suppose. Well, d- does, does it mean they get pissed,
0: the boots? Or does it mean... Well, well, in fact, that might be a good invention to actually make, drinking boots. Drinking boots, yeah. How how would they work? I don't know. Self-leveling. So if you're going to fall, <laughs> it somehow keeps you standing.
1: <laughs> they like, weighted you down with, like... Fifty kilos in each one.
0: Yeah, they, they counteract weights when you when you when you. They can tell when you're wobbling, and it goes nope. Go the other way. Gyro no, no, boots. No, yeah, <laughs> gyro boots. Yeah, works it out for you.
1: Drunk man's gyro boots. Cool man. Yeah, mate. Have you um have you been following the news regarding that journalist, that Saudi Arabian journalist, the one they've been murdering? Jesus fucking Christ! Do you yeah. know what happened in that? Um Well, I know.
0: Apparently, he went in one day for fuck s- knows what and he had his watch phone thing or whatever it is, and he recorded it, obviously, before he went in, and they basically beat him up and cut him to pieces or yeah. cut him up or something.
1: Well, he went in because he, he was outspoken about, what's his name, Jamal Khashoggi, I think. Right. And he was, he was quite outspoken about, like, things that the uh, Saudi Arabian government or regime were allegedly doing. And yeah. He went to the Saudi consort to get some paperwork, I mm-hmm. believe, um, yeah. which would allow him to marry his... Uh, fiance, who was outside, oh, yeah, because she was waiting, was not she? For, yeah. for hours. Yeah, and about. yeah, and they were like, We don't know what you're talking about. He left, and she's like, He didn't fucking leave. I've been in the car for three days, <laughs> he's not fucking left. He walked in to get the paperwork. There, people were advising him, saying, Don't go in because you it's not good news for you if you do, they're um, they're after you. And um pretty much immediately, according to what they're saying on the news, he was uh, jumped somewhere obviously out the way of people so they couldn't see. Yeah. And then they take him to a room and it seems that they beat the fuck out of him, chopped his fingers off whilst he was, you know, still alive. Yeah, but um, I'm guessing that was all kind of on the recording stuff. Then. Well, they gave him morphine. I'm assuming that was... all. That's, it's quite scant details, but um, they gave him morphine, I'm assuming, to calm him down. <laughs> and and then they the chop, chop his hands off and stuff. And then they proceeded to... Yeah, just basically butcher him, dismember him inside one of the rooms and uh, carry him out in bags a few hours later. Uh okay, um one of the top pathologists for the for the uh Saudi Royal family did the uh the chopping up. They put him in bags. Yeah, it didn't and it dissolved him yeah. in acid apparently. Really? Yeah. That sounds very um it like wasn't us it wasn't us? no. Nope. Mm. Did you hear about what when the, the Turkish authorities said, right? Because it's like deemed Saudi Arabian territory because it was in Turkey. Yeah, but yeah, embassies are, aren't they? Like, if you have a building that's classed as their land or
0: something, yeah, like, which is but it's still bollocks, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's Turks were ready to
1: fuck them over. But they went in because of, yeah, they said they went, they were going to go in. So, right, two hours, we're going in and we're going to have a look around. And um they painted the Saudi Arabian went, what, two hours? And they went, yeah, and they went, okay, they painted the entire interior. Of the building, top to bottom, and got cleaners in Fuck and went, okay. in okay. okay. you go, so you, you need them in rather than sixty-minute makeover. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. okay just free, they just free painted a room or thing, didn't they? They're just fucking paint it. Blood. Oh bollocks! This Roll the walls crazy, in crazy, blood, it, man? It's, yeah. like, it's weird, man, because people don't think that happens. But yeah,
0: but I'm, I'm sorry to say, but Saudi everyone knows Saudi Arabia. Allegedly, you're uh, going to end up chopped up. Are dirty fuckers. <laughs> they are. They do a lot of bad things to people. So, and it's been going on for God knows how long. Yeah. And and they even, you know, the tortures and punishments, they even just do it in the streets and stuff, don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this one was hidden away because it apparently um, could offend people when it's obviously come out, and but because obviously it's going to, because he's disappeared inside the embassy and hasn't come out, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but they, you know, they, you hear about the, the, the lashings they give people and, you know, all sorts of shit, so they're, they're horrible people. As yeah. in, well, not the people, but the government or whoever's in control are definitely horrible bastards they're just trying to shut everybody up, aren't they? But it's getting to, but they're they're kind of lucky because if it was, if they didn't have anything, i.e., sitting on the biggest like pond of oil in the world, <laughs> basically, um, they they would have been sorted. It would have been it'd been like Iraq or something, or something like someone would have come in and done them.
1: I don't know, man. This is this is. I think this is. Might um, have. It's pretty fucking mad. They've got to do something. You can't have an ally that is chopping people up. I, I've got to
0: say, I like what Trump said. I seen he just didn't care. He just went. It could have been a rogue thing, a rogue. but I don't really want to uh, say it's them because we sell them loads of weapons. Yeah. <laughs> he said it blatantly it's as well. I mean, crazy, we sell them. We sell them like like something stupid. The amount of weapons. Uh, well, you know, we don't really want to do anything, but we're gonna have to if well, uh,
1: it comes out. I was thinking of potentially like doing an episode on that dude and what happened at some point, but I thought, fuck that. Would it you literally become an episode? Probably would. it would. I probably will
0: be soon for saying what I said, but it's true. So
1: Well, it makes you think if they're doing that in foreign countries where apparently they don't give a... F- they didn't care if they got caught. They just... Or oh, the arrogance, or they can't be stupid. It's really they flew stupid. in on two private jets, chopped some fella off, and fucked off again fast as fuck. Well, imagine what they're doing in their own country yeah. where they've got total control. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of
0: really childish. I think the fact that they kill someone for something that he believes. It's the same with religion, though. That isn't it? The people kill each other for what they believe. Just don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: just relax. let them
0: let him think what they want about you, or you know, it's l- because let them believe in something. In because which he was exist.
1: exposing their their bad human rights track record and saying yeah, that they're just everyone, killing everybody. But everyone knows that already, though. Yeah, I but mean, no one's uh, doing but anything. So he tried to. You yeah, know, his last article that he didn't even finish um, writing was released like yesterday, and it was basically saying you need to watch out from because they're killing journalists and it's like, Oh, yeah, including you, mate
0: everyone's madness. Most countries who deal with them know they're the the bastards, really. So you know, what I mean, it's it's not like it's not like it's just propped up. It, it's been known for ages, but they've just been caught out more now because Giza turned his iPhone on or his watch thing, and it's all recorded. And the Turks have got it. They? Mm. Shocking, isn't it? I wonder if that will be released. Be on Live Leak. Live leak later yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Start on Live leak Find <laughs> that. It's either that or man decapitate Decapitate. cake. And his head chopped off. Yeah. De- decapitate.
1: Decapitated. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like um something to do to a cake. Decapitate. That's what, that's the um the cupcake version of what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. Decapitate. <laughs> oh dear me. Got about yeah. a billion shout outs to do it, have we? Yeah, Jess Carter, she's travelling around Asia listening to us. Right. Don't become an episode. Yeah. Don't love. You're over there. Just stay in yes, line. Be careful. And thanks for the nice message to Kirsten. And what up, Duncan Sayers, man? Um, and everybody else I've spoke to this week. It's been a fair few people. So I'm not going to mention all the correspondents I've had. But all the people that want shout outs William Bell. Jo- I should really play the Mission Impossible music again for this one.
0: Jenny <laughs> <dum>, Rose. Jonathan. Danny, Josh. <laughs> <Do-la-do>. <laughs> Paul,
1: Rebecca, Elizabeth, Ron Smith, Nassim, <laughs> Steve Bostock, legend, uh, Balaj, Alish, uh, John, Davies, uh, Sophie, Sean, Nigel, Nigel Organ actually, solid second name, Nigel Organ. Nigel,
0: where's your organ, son?
1: <laughs> Philip, Emma, Tom, that's me, Guy, Adam Wilson, Gaynor, Sally, Katrina, Matt Ayres, Fatima's mum. Fatima's mum? Yep. She's got it going on.
0: Fatima's mama's has got
1: it. Donny, Jordy, uh, Gregory, Debbie, Matthew, John Watson, Kelly Smith, Jonathan. See, I, I need the music, man. There's too many people. Kevin, Matt, Daniel, Boris, Borison, Boris, the Boris, London Mayor, Denise, Neil, Isaac, Josh, Sadie, Connor, Lester, Rianne. Lorraine, Sidas, Hazel, Robert, Steve, Linda, Tina. It goes on and on and on. Charles, Nigel, James, Pamela, Andrew, James again, Louise, Anthony, Chris, Anne, Abbas, Paul, Robert, Louise, Daniel, Reese, Stephen, Daz, Anthony, Sid, Gareth, Katie, Colin, Duncan, Matthew, and Jesus. Jesus himself has joined us. That's nice. I expect
0: that. You know what I mean? Why? Why wouldn't he like listen to us? I don't know. Yeah, the man himself. The man was. Done himself, so you know he he want to go. Yeah, that kind of happened to me. He's uh, totally. I can I can relate to times like that when I will get nails put through my wrist <laughs> and whipped and stuff. I can
1: relate to that, so I understand what they're talking about. I was gonna, I was going to split them shouts into two, and I thought, now fuck it, I'll get through it. I wish I had now. Sorry about that, everybody. It's a bit of a long one. Oh well, never mind. Eh? Contact details as normal. Robots for eyes on Google. Type it in; it'll prop
0: up everywhere. Basically, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, fuckface, <coughs> whatever you want to call
1: them, yeah. those sort of sites. You yeah, know, what I mean? if you want some stickers, get in touch. We'll send some out. Everybody who has asked for some, your packages have been sent. They're on the steel birds now, whizzing across to wherever the hell you come from. But I, could, I'd
0: say the um, the male, uh, m- the male fairies, the male
1: fairies, yeah, yeah just appear one day. So well they'll pop on your doorstep and hurrah! Let's I suppose have a drink, play some tunes, and then come back and do an episode. Let's do it, man. <laughs> What the fuck are we doing today? Well, it's been a heavy few weeks, is not it? The stuff we've been discussing. Genocide, like escaping Nazis, mm. toddlers getting shot, and brutal kidnappings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, um, you know, pretty normal. So I thought we'd... Um, I don't know if this one's actually... If it's real, it's not a... Uh, it's not A, a myth. Well, it's not if it's if it's real. If this, if what we're about to go through actually happened, it's just as harrowing as <laughs> most of the other things that we've uh, been discussing. Right. Um, we're going to talk about two, possibly three, connected, strange, bizarre cases. They're, they look independent on the outside. If people just you know take them individually, mm. but they're they're apparently connected, according to uh, the man they involved Um the files that were constructed and made regarding this incident all three instances have now been classified you can't get hold of them um, if it's true mate it's fucking terrifying it's got it all though this it's one, what? it's got it all this one has. okay it's got the police force missing people dead bodies a burst testicle herds of <laughs> herds of cattle the MOD cover ups hypnosis UFOs missing time biblical aliens and the greys biblical aliens I would like this it's going to be... A, it, it is nuts. It's
0: all-in-one, in a nutshell, everything that we're kind of on about usually <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time
1: in it, one story, which could be true. Yeah, it's about a guy called Alan Godfrey, and he's a police officer, Um, and it's about the weird and strange and usual events that seem to happen around him over a course of about six months in 1980 in a village called Todmore in, in Yorkshire in Northern England. Um, And, uh, you know, this is... um. It's a funny one. This is it funny. Well, it when you hear at the end, yeah, I think it, it's not is it funny. Just it's mad funny, funny, as in like, yeah. It, well, it's it's just like what the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at the time of these incidents when they all kicked off, there were lots of reports of UFOs coming into the police in the surrounding area. Um, and Alan Godfrey, he's like, um, he's a salt of the earth type of dude, like a very straight down the line copper, as you'd expect from like a village a small village back in the 1980s yeah and when you listen to interviews with him he, s- he comes across at least in my mind as very sincere and people okay. listening to this can obviously go and make their own mind up um he's he's not a bullshitter he doesn't seem to be a bullshitter in my eyes and he's very very down to earth which makes this scary now it doesn't mean i believe his story mm mm-hmm. Um, as he tells it anyway it's fucking mental even himself he says he struggles to believe that this actually (laughs) actually happened yeah sometimes though when you hear like the most mentalist story you go how can
0: someone make that up you know what I mean? Like, you never guess what today. A turnip hit my windscreen and not and killed a child. Exploded into self. It's quite hard it's to just
1: <laughs> randomly come out of that. I know I just did, but you know what <laughs> I mean? Well, there's physical evidence for these cases, mm. um, which we which sort of backs everything up. And there was a cover-up as well. Um, you can't beat a good cover-up, especially when it's ordered from. It seems to always happen a good cover-up. Yeah,
0: everywhere. They, Saudis are doing it, as we speak. Okay. Every, the whole world's covered and They've up. even covered it with paint as well. Yeah, yeah. They've gone to super covering up. wonder if they painted it red? I hope so. Just cover everything up properly. What they should have done is paint the whole room, like, white, right? No, black, <laughs> right? And then just put a chalk outline of, like, body parts <laughs> like in the na- corner of the room. <laughs> like naked, like a, like a murder scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no murder happened in here.
1: So the um, the first part of this story happened way back in... Nineteen eighty on the eleventh of June. At this point, Alan Godfrey had been a police officer for about five years. It's not a mega amount of time by any stretch, but it's long enough to to not be considered a rookie. And it's m- most likely he's seen most things that a police officer is going to encounter within five years. I would mm. imagine there's probably police officers going, "What the fuck are you talking about? Every day's new." Anyway, he was a good officer, and he'd been awarded a couple of commendations involving uh, his conduct and casework around two separate incidents which involve fatalities. Mm. So he's not a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a a good, trusted, uh, uh, like decorated police officer. Yeah. Anyway. He he knows his shit, man. He knows his shit. He got a call on a radio uh, that an ambulance had been summoned to the town's coal yard because a body had been found. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. It's it's not that...
0: It happens. Bodies get found. Not a
1: lot in this little village. Yeah. It's not like a big city, you know what I mean? Mm. It's not like there's bodies all the time. <laughs> but Anyway, he made his o- his way over with another police officer to see what the crack was. Uh, when they arrived on the scene, it was pissing it down with rain and paramedics and the owners of yeah. the uh, coal yard were trying to take shelter in the office and they, they said when the coppers arrived, he's up there, you better go and, and take a look and they were pointing at the top of a coal pile. Okay. It's, it's like a big, massive mountain of where they just poured the fucking coal. Yeah, yeah. So, it was about 15 foot high and it was in like a pen type container that used railway sleepers around the back to sort of shore it up. Yeah, yeah. But it went up to like a point at the top. Uh, I think it used like them mechanical conveyor belt type things that just dump it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That type so of job. Just, yeah,
0: it's just like a little mountain of coal in a way.
1: So straight away, that's a fucking odd place to find a body, isn't it? Mm. 15 foot up, a coal pile mm. in the pouring rain. Anyway, the police officer who went up there first was um, with a, with a Alan Godfrey, it was a dude called Malcolm Agley. Now, he went up to have a look, and he came down pretty fucking quickly and told Alan, better go up there, have a look at this, and tell him what you think, because it's a bit odd. So he did. Climbed up. On the top of the pile, Alan Godfrey found a man called Zygmunt Adamski. He didn't know him at the time, but that's who he was. He was a Polish dude in, in his 50s. I think he was like 55 or something. Now, Godfrey said he was lying on his back with his eyes and his mouth open, Staring towards the sky with what he thought was a look of sheer terror. Okay, like you're scared, like so scared. And at that point, you die. Like panic on his face, and his hair seemed to have been cut really, really short and and scruffy. Not like a, a hairdresser would do mm. it. As if it was done by scissors, he said, or an implement that wasn't designed. To cut hair. Right, okay. Like a hammer or Or an iPad. A rock. A rock. (laughs) rock. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He said his arms were resting on his stomach, and he said it was like he was taking a nap other than his face and his hair. Yeah, like a nap in a horror movie. Yeah, (laughs) on top of a culpit. (laughs) He was wearing a suit jacket and trousers, but his shirt was missing. He only had like a string vest on, and his clothing was twisted around as if it had been put on wrong and his jacket was buttoned up incorrectly like all the buttons all fucking you know what I mean all over the show yeah yeah yeah. it's it's like he said it was as if he was either unconscious when he was dressed or he was dead yeah and someone else did it and his shoelaces were just tied in random knots which is a bit weird and the police noted that the coal pile was completely undisturbed and the body was clean and free of coal dust and shit now, Alan Godfrey, he would climb that pile of coal in the pouring rain. He did it as carefully as he could to not disturb the evidence. Yeah. He obviously has got to go up there yeah, to yeah, check. Yeah. When he came back down, he said he was com- completely filthy. As you would imagine, man. Yeah, if you, yeah. you pick climb up, up a coal load of coal, it's you know just you, you brush past it and you're black, aren't you? But the you know body I mean? wasn't, Yeah. which is odd. And he said the strangest thing was that he found, when he was up there, because his hair was obviously all mangled... He turned his skull around and was checking at his head and he found around the base of his head at the back and the top of his neck there was, uh, well, they are unexplained burn marks and, and a big wound, a gash, if you a will. A gash? A gash. It was two two inches long right, and about an inch and a half wide. Mm-hmm. Sort of about the right sort of size, isn't it? An inch and a half wide? Uh, maybe. An inch and a half wide, sir. It's a bit of a bucket gash. That's just after, isn't it? That is. <laughs> inch and a half wide. <laughs> <laughs> there was... Um, some obviously these gri- these marks had had like a weird substance smeared over them, like a greenish like yellow, like like, gel. vaseline. Yeah, almost. Yeah, mm. yeah. Some, some sort of in the neck. <laughs> <vibe>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his gash had got a some sort of lubricant smeared on <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. <him. laughs> some weird things fucked him in the neck. So Godfrey straight away thought that Zygmunt Adamski had died somewhere else, and for some reason had been put on the top of a coal pile. Yeah. Which is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, what What were you reading to
0: that? I'd, I'd, I'd read that as a statement for something, I would. Yeah. I'd be like, eh, he's into something dodgy and he's done something wrong and someone's trying to tell someone not to
1: fuck with him or something like that. Initially, yes, but as you go, f- as we go through how he was found, that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't the lack of dirt that confused him on the body. He yeah. argues that if the body was dragged or pulled up the coal pile, it should have been covered in... in in coal or crap, but so it was like there should be also a lot of signs of dragging up this edge of this car pile, but there was nothing, nothing. It was like a pristine car pile mm. with a dot with a dead body on the top. So wh- why would someone could try try and conceal a body up there? Why? T- t- for shits and giggles. <laughs> for shits and g- yeah,
0: well I suppose that's one way. That's that's uh, that'd be one good murder. The man, is a practical joke murder. who just doesn't. He just do something really random and leads to nothing. Just f- just for shits and giggles. But do you know how hard it would be to pull a body up a coal pile? about Cummy Tummy. Would he do it? Cummy Tummy would do it. Do you think he'd do that? Cummy Tummy on the uh, top of a mine. I think I think Cummy Tummy did it. End of the episode. Uh, come come. on Cummy tummy to me would have left a, a a stomach up there with loads of cheese in <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he would have done. Well, this this person didn't try and hide it. If there was a person that dropped him up there, he was it was n- not hidden at all. Yeah. This is the thing. It was just completely brazen and out in the open. Passing trains were like looking down at the coppers. They were just they could see the body. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't hidden. So it's not like you're trying to g- get rid of a corpse. It was just there. Now, a police surgeon who was called because they had to obviously get like you know the murder squad in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He said that the expression on his face looked like he was scared to death, which I thought was an odd thing to say.
0: Yeah, like yeah, literally looked like he'd been scared to death. Mm-hmm.
1: The area was sealed off and searched, but nothing was found, and the body was removed and taken to post mortem pretty pretty quickly actually. And the cause of death was given as a heart attack, which occurred three to four hours before the body was found. Now, the weird gel like substance that was smeared on these burn marks on his neck. Jeez. Jeez. Was scraped off and sent for analysis, and they don't know what it was. Just come out negative as. Just an unknown substance, or they're telling us it's an, an unknown substance. Substance. I don't know. Fuck knows. But what's odd about it is there were people working at the coal pile during the day at the time of death, which means that. If if they're working on that coal pile, free to f- see him, yeah. they should have seen him. Be either either come in and die or be brought in, but mm. there was he just appeared. Just okay. a, it doesn't make any sense at all. So it turns out the dead dude, uh, as we say, Zygmunt Adamski, he disappeared from his house, which was twenty miles away, five days earlier on the sixth of June, after popping to the shop to get some bread or some booze Ooh, or some that's shit. A classic. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm just gonna pop out and get some bread, love dead, return, Return. dead,
0: jump off a bridge. Yeah, are you pissed off, son? Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumped off a bridge and land on a coal pile. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was married and had a family, and they reported him missing that day, so it's not like he was some sort of wandering loner. Yeah, and uh, what adds more weight to his disappearance being let's say out of his control was it was his goddaughter's wedding the following day. The day after he went missing, and he was he was supposed to be the best man, I think. But it was quite a big deal. There were family members over from Poland, mm-hmm. and so, so this is like he. It doesn't sound like the type of guy to just randomly disappear. It's not the kind of time that you'd go and it's just deliberately trying to fuck everybody yeah. over. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Another odd observation that they they picked up was that Adamski had only one day's worth of beard growth on his face even though he'd been gone for five days Okay. So when his body was identified by a family friend they asked what happened to his hair because the coppers were like I don't know what do you want about yeah yeah they went that's not his hair's usually he's got a big thick bush of hair on his head yeah not that short fucking bollocks so what's happened so they knew then that that was a bit odd yeah why You know what I mean? It doesn't make no sense, does it? But obviously, the autopsy revealed that he died of natural causes in unusual circumstances, no doubt. No shit, yeah. And an open verdict was given. So essentially, they're saying, this is what he died of. He died of a heart attack, but we have no idea how he got there or why he was there. Yeah. Or put there. Yeah, exactly. And then the case was... wasn't necessarily closed, but it was kind of like forgotten about or so the law said, or was it? Because... Godfrey and the other police officers and everybody who was being present that, that that day, all the witnesses, seemed to be kept out of the loop. They were asking what had, what, what the updates were, mm-hmm. is there any more information come in? And they began to s- suspect something very strange had taken place. They pressed CID, which is the Criminal Investigation Division, and they took over the case and they, they said, look, give us more information. We were there. We need to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And they were told, just leave it alone. Just forget about it. Okay. Nothing to do with it, don't worry about it. They tried to gain access to the files and they found that they'd all been classified by the Ministry of Defence. Mm-hmm. So now they're like something fucking weird happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is are are we to blame as in the army or the you know, police or Yeah, that's what I thought. Or is it uh, like you say, so freaky that they've that maybe it's been encountered somewhere before
1: and they're wondering why. Or know they know or they know something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if it was natural causes, like they said, why would his file be classified? Mm. Mm. You've already said it was in an opening inquest, and you said that he died of natural causes. Yeah. Show us the files. Can't see him. Sorry.
0: He probably didn't die of natural causes, did he? Probably. No. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> right.
1: Godfrey, Alan Godfrey, he wasn't having that, and he continued to press for the files. He never got them. All the witnesses who found him, the police officers, the forensics, the ambulance even the people that worked there, weren't called to give any information in court, which is suspicious. You can't come to a conclusion with something really, really strange like this without speaking to the people that were involved. you mm. think that they were th- They are the people you need to speak to. If you yeah. don't know what's going on, get the witnesses. Surely mm. they'll shed light on it. Yeah, you'd think so, yeah, yeah. Surely they'd,
0: yeah, cause they've they got their own account of what happened.
1: Yeah, they were there. Yeah. Don't have an inquest mm. and disclude and yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone who was there. You know what I mean? It got weird, mate. The inquest is really strange. James Turnbill, who was the coroner at the inquest, voluntarily, under no pressure, said that if somebody can prove a UFO was flying around, I think we may have solved the case. He also said, I do admit that the failure of forensic scientists to identify the corrosive substance which caused Adamski's burns lends weight to the UFO theory. Mm-hmm. You what, mate? Yeah? Imagine hearing that in court the fuck are you talking about yeah he'd just
0: be like he's a mentalist
1: now he said this because ufos had been reported over the area a few hours before his body was found okay there were lots of reports coming in now when this was revealed this sparked many other people that were unaware of this to write in saying fucking i saw shit flying around as well and the increase was just fucking well bizarre now because of what the coroner said and the fact that alan godfrey was involved In this, and he had his own strange encounter a few months later, people and government agencies started to link the two cases together. Okay. So they seem independent. The only commonality is the police officer. But because the one guy, Adamski, appeared in the most unusual circumstances, and then the copper who found him ended up having this fucking weird shit happen. Mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So w- so when you look at the inquest, a dude who had a shit haircut climbed up a, coal, a pile of coal without disturbing it or getting dirty in the pouring rain, lay on his back and died of a heart attack with a badly injured neck and strange yellow substance smeared on his wounds, missing his shirt and all forms of ID. That's what they're telling you happened. Mm. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. No. What are you thinking about that?
0: Well, It sounds like to me some, some sort of like... Um Still, still, still sounds like he's fucked someone about and they're just fucked him over and they're showing it to someone but in a strange way just so that just decide don't mess with us, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Because th- I don't understand the marks on the neck and all that. Um, obviously, that doesn't help towards uh, apparently him dying of natural causes, but um, I don't know. It's a, but then you hear obviously they cite the, the you know. The, Coron and all that saying it's that and this and then you start thinking what the fuck's going on here because if if my theory was right then why are they co- the police covering it up but it's not going to be right anyway my theory but, but I don't think anyone
1: no. uh, well I don't know man. I reckon he was on the piss. I reckon he'd just been on a bender for a few weeks, for f- for a few days, five days, and he climbed up a coal pile for a laugh, as you do when you're drunk. He had a shit haircut. His mate shaved his head at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, when well he was asleep. <laughs> and then he ended up dying of a heart attack yeah. midway through a colossal drinking session. Yeah, and then stabbed himself in the neck a
0: few times. Well,
1: yeah, possibly, yeah. He like messing about with some fireworks in and the found garden, some maybe. Goo. <laughs> <laughs> found some
0: goo and put that on his neck as well. That
1: was part of the uh, hair cream that they used to shave his was head. Was it around Halloween? <laughs> you, uh, weren't far off. <laughs> <laughs> so the press reported that Adamski had been dropped from above onto a, the coal pile by a UFO. Okay. So that's a bit of a a leap, isn't it? Straight away. It's a good shot though to get on top of the coal thing. Why I would they
0: Why would they dump you on top of the coal
1: thing? I've as got well? no. Why would anyone do it? I don't know. You know what I mean? But they said the press reported that because of what the coroner said. Okay. It wasn't like they were just pulling it out of the air. It's because the coroner said, oh, if you could prove that UFOs are flying around, that'd be the... Fu-. That's just throwing petrol on the fire, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. Anyway, this is where it gets fucking mental. Godfrey tried to forget about this shit and move on. He uh, it said it didn't occupy his mind as much as it had when it initially happened, but it was always present in mm. everything that he was thinking. Oh, because, yeah, but, because it's weird, isn't it? It's not like well weird. And then something really fucking truly bizarre happened to him on Friday, the 28th of November, 1980. So it's, I not know, five, six months later. He was working nights. And nothing really was going down because like, Todd Morden is a tiny little village, sleepy town. Said so it was about midnight and they were getting calls coming in to the police station from members of the public saying that there was a herd of cows wandering around a council estate. So uh, This is honestly, right, yeah. this is what this is what happened. Um, they so they thought, fuck it, we'll go down and have a look then. Well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? But I was going on there. Let's try and farm a yeah. As if the fucking gate open. Yeah. What a prick. We yeah. all hate him. So they were expecting to see some gates open and whatever, just shooing back in. Drove around, saw nothing. Pulled into the council, like drove around the streets. Nothing there. No lights on. Nobody looking out the windows. No cows. No noise. Zero. So he radioed back to the station. All cool. Nothing about. Yeah. Probably just a bunch of pissed up lads. Letting them out, yeah. Or just ringing the coppers up and wasting the time. Because there wasn't wasn't any sign of anything. Yeah,
0: no cows, no nothing.
1: Just weird calls. So he he carried on with his patrol and forgot about it. About an hour later, he got radioed again. Now, the station told him another report had come in. Same again, cows. But this time, the caller was from an elderly woman. Okay. now, Now, this was... And it was independent of all the other calls, you see. Yeah, yeah. So this old woman wouldn't have known that the other people were calling him. Yeah, if, if,
0: if it was a prank, yeah. They so wouldn't,
1: have no, wouldn't have known. So Godfrey's like, well, she's not going to lie because she's 90. Yeah. She's not going to waste police time. And it's an independent observation of the same thing that was reported earlier. There's got to be fucking cows out there. So he's gone out again, headed out, went straight to a house. And it, when he got there, he asked her which direction went the cows that came from and where are they? And all this bollocks. And this is what she told him. She said at first she heard strange noises coming from her garden. Mm-hmm. She opened the curtains and looked through and saw six cows wandering around, thinking, "Ah, fuck! They're going to eat my flowers." I'll call the rossers. They'll come down and yeah, shoo them off or shoo something, yeah. off or whatever, man. Yeah. So she said she put the f- as she puts the phone down after ringing the police, she said there was a really bright white flash coming from outside, which lasted a second. So it's like a yeah, and it's gone. She was like, what the fuck? Cows outside, now fucking mad light. Opens the curtain, has a look, all the cows have gone. Okay. And Godfrey's standing there going, all right, it's a bit weird. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'll report this back at the station. And on the way back, he's thinking, that's fucking weird. We've got multiple reports of the same thing. An old lady who isn't going to lie, you know what I mean? She's not going to, is she? No. He doesn't Unless she's a right cunt. Yeah, or, or she's batty. But the thing is, <laughs> if, even
0: if she wants batty and just like, you know, eight, bit like cow biscuits or something. <laughs> yeah yeah um sh- you know to have other people calling sh- talking about cows on the loose as well was a bit
1: yeah it's very specific isn't yeah, it yeah 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 so he thought something must be going on so he'd gone back to the police station filed the paperwork about the report regarding what that woman had told him and uh, it's about half past four in the morning now and he thought i'm gonna head out for one more look around before knocking off for the night he drove into the town centre and spoke to another officer who was on foot patrol. They had a brief chat. The officer asked him if there was any more signs of the rogue cows because he was listening over his radio. Mm. Had a bit of a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Godfrey said, I'm just going to go back over the estate. I'm going to have a look and um, then I'm going to knock off. So he drove down the Burnley Road. Now it's got houses on one side, as you're coming out of the town center. I think houses on the right-hand side, and on the left-hand side of the road, there's a, sort of a bit of some like fields. Mm-hmm. It's not really fields, it's like a park, I think. Right. And then there's a river, and then there's like a valley, basically. Mm-hmm. And as he approached the turn right off that road onto the council estate, ahead of him, a few hundred yards at the road, in the complete pitch black and the pouring rain, was what he thought was the early morning bus. Okay. Sidewards in the road, and he, he f- was
0: blocking the road, sort of
1: completely blocking it. Yeah, and he thought, "Fuck, man, there's been a crash. It span out in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the uh, in, in the, the weather. Yeah, fuck the cows. This is more important." Mm-hmm. So he, he continued up the road, and um you know, by the way, this was only one mile from where Adamski's body was found. You know, previous couple of months yeah, yeah. ago, whatever it was, he could see as he got closer that the object didn't resemble the shape of a bus at all. And whatever it was was totally blocking the road. The whole both carriages, pavement yeah. to pavement. He slowed his patrol car down and had pr- and approached it really, really slowly, like inching up the road until he was so close that whatever this thing was occupied his whole windscreen. He reckons it was about twenty meters away from it. Yeah. And this is where it gets odd. According to him, he said the object wasn't a bus because it was hovering silently. Five feet above the road. Right. Okay. It was a diamond-shaped thing, about 20 foot wide and 14 foot high. The upper third of it was covered in what he described as panels or some form of panelling. But he also said there could have been windows Okay. into a dark... Interior, you know yeah. what I mean. So it, it, you know you can't you can't tell the windows, but it's mm. some, like black glass almost. He was so close, mate. His headlights were shining off, and it was casting shadows behind. So he was like he was getting a real close-up yeah, yeah, yeah. look. He said it was gunmetal grey. If he'd gone out of his car, he could have walked up to it and touched it, or chucked a brick at it, or mm. something like that. Now, obviously, he's sitting there. In awe. I mean, you're not expecting to see that, are you? No. No, no,
0: you you don't drive out and go, do you know what, I wonder if I'll come across some weird, like, alien (laughs) diamond-shaped thing in a road at some point.
1: It's bound to happen one day. Never know, mate. (laughs) You know what I mean? You never know. He says a large fluorescent light came on the top of the object through what appeared to be a dome. So he's sitting in his car going, what the fuck? And then there's this weird light just goes bing. And then the bottom half of the craft, or the object, started to rotate counterclockwise, below yeah. this panelling. I mean, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Mm. And he's just sitting there going, what? This is 1980, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely got a calculator and he's looking at this fucking crazy thing hovering silently. <laughs> As it rotated, like there were like leaves because it was, it was November, it started to lift up off the floor and spin around in a weird sort of spiralling pattern. Yeah, yeah. the trees were getting pulled in towards it and but there wasn't anything any wind knocking his car around judging by what was going on to the trees near it he was Mm. like there should be a fucking hurricane out here yeah yeah there was nothing so he's sitting there getting a little bit worried and thought I need to radio back immediately and get some sort of backup out because this is not fucking normal yeah
0: this is whatever the fuck it is it's yeah yeah it's fucking trying to fly and (laughs) do shit
1: and and fucking abducting cows or something (laughs) yeah Obviously, his radios didn't work, though. Obviously. Short-range and um, long-range, mm. dead as fuck. So yep. he got a sketchbook out. Now, I'll cl- include the pictures that he drew there and then, sitting in the car in front of it. I'll put them in the uh, like the um, show episode, mm. pictures, whatever, man. Now, you got to remember this back in the 1980s. Uh, c- cameras are not common as they are now. So he just he just sketches it, and he says he started to he remembers starting the sketch, but he doesn't remember finishing it because as he was drawing, he said there was a r- another powerful flash of light, like that the lady had described in her house, mm. and then the next thing he knows, he's driving in his car a few hundred meters further down the road past the object. He's just driving. He's like, what? Yeah, it's like he's gone forward in time after
0: it's fucked off or something. It's yeah, just, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. So he But it was there, mm. and then next he, he was driving, so he stopped his car, had looked look around, the object's gone, mm. nowhere to be seen. So he turned the vehicle around and thought, I need to go and check this out, something weird's going on. Got out of the car, underneath where this object was, so the air was really, really static, full of like electricity. The hairs on his arms were standing up, and um, all the... The leaves that were floating around and getting pulled up by whatever this thing was doing had lay on the ground in spiral pattern, and the road directly underneath it was bone dry. Okay. Even though it was slashing it down. He said it was that heavy the rain. He had to have his window wipers on yeah, full yeah. blast to see where he was going. So obviously now, shit your pants time. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Back to the police station. He got a co-worker to jump in and come out and he was obviously quite agitated and concerned <laughs> about what he'd seen. Um so they uh, headed to a vantage point. Cuz yep. they went down the road, couldn't see it. Copper was going what Godfrey's yeah. really fucking got lost it now. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they said look let's look, let's get to a high point and try and look out and see if we cuz it was glowing. We should be able to see it. Um so they crossed over the river mm. which is on that side of the road, headed up a hill and um immediately found Twelve cows standing in a locked field just off the road, not not like a farmer's field, like a play area type thing. Just standing there, not moving, in the pouring rain. No hoof prints, no nothing. Just fucking like a kids' playground thing. Just there, yeah, just there, and and they were like, "What mm. the fuck? This is weird." And also scanning the area, didn't see any any more objects moving around. Mm. By now, the morning shift had started, and he noticed there was approximately 30 minutes of time unaccounted for. It's like he he knows that he he should have been back before the morning shift started, and when he gets back, they're already there. It's very, very fucking odd. When he gets home, he knocks off thinking, that's fucking well weird, panicked as fuck. Mm -hmm. He got undressed and found a red mark on his left foot which had, like, um, which was um itching quite a lot, apparently. And his left boot, which was apparently new, was split open across the sole, like, burst. Right, okay. Which is a bit... And, and scuffed, as if it was being dragged through something. Mm. So what are you saying about that?
0: Um, <laughs> it's a copper. Someone's been on some sort of mental drugs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: he could have had a breakdown.
0: It just seems, yeah, but why is everything all scuffed up? Mm. From the story that he's told, there's no reason for any of that. Scuffing of the feet, new sole of his shoe cut and all that. What's that about?
1: It's weird, isn't it? Mm. If anyone's been abducted by aliens that are listening to this... Do, do they know. do
0: that to your sole
1: of your shoe? <laughs> do they cut it? I don't know. <laughs> I've never been abducted by an alien. <laughs> <coughs> Who knows? So the day after he, his encounter, he went back to work and um, the inspector... No shit, wanted to interview, <clears throat> interview him. In the room was a plainclothes man from, who only said that I'm from the Ministry of Defence, which is a bit strange. He was taken very, very seriously at the time. They wanted to know the exact moment that his sighting had occurred. Now, the reason being was that three officers who were working a few miles away, totally independent of Alan Godfrey, who knew nothing about his encounter, saw and actually reported a steel blue coloured object which pulsated and followed them down a the road, before silently flying off, rapid as fuck, towards Todd Morden, where Godfrey was. Okay. This happened at exactly the same time, or slightly before, but pr- as far as they can tell from the reports, pretty much bang on the same time. Godfrey saw whatever he saw. Yeah. And obviously, they report
0: so it's tying together a little bit.
1: Yeah. He wasn't the only person to see something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an isolated case. And they also said that the air was full of static. Okay. And it was freaking them out, man. This thing was really, really concerning them. Also, two traffic officers reported a blue sphere hovering above an electrical power line. Right? So in all, six police officers saw it that night within the space of, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. And this is why the MOD were present. He was instructed to file a report and not talk to anybody about the UFO or the Adamski case. Now, he was going, what? Why are you bring that up? Yeah, what's that got to do? Straight away he's thinking, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And they also reminded him, listen, mate, you've signed the Official Secrets Act when you joined the police force. So you can't, yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. Mm. Obviously, this confused him because the Adamski case was done in public. It was in the public domain. Um, and What's that got to do with UFOs? You know what I mean? Surely mm-hmm. they're not real. Yeah, yeah. So Mm. it seems the police were aware or the MOD were aware of something flying about the sky. Yeah.
0: And on that night, that whatever his name was found dead as well. So all links, doesn't it? Somehow.
1: This is why they Mm. tried to, it seems like they tried to contain the case up and and round up all the police officers. They were involved and get their, their reports and then tell them to not talk about it. So, um, off his own back, thinking that something was up, because he was a police officer and he he knows a lot of people, he spoke to a caretaker from a local school. Um, I think, actually, the caretaker approached him. I'm not sure. Either way, it doesn't really matter. But he saw, as well, um, a sphere-like object rise up from the road where mm. Adamski was at 5.15 on the same morning. He okay. said it went in the air, zigzagged from side to side and shot straight up into the night sky. So now we know there's at least seven independent witnesses who saw some Yeah, yeah. Something right.
0: sketchy, yeah.
1: Something sketchy, man. What's all this? Is it military?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say so. It sounds a bit too good, doesn't it? Whatever it is.
1: Now, the press somehow found out and asked him for an interview, um, and he gave one. I think it was because there were a lot of people talking about it, I might as well give them so if, an official yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he shouldn't have done that because he was told to shut the fuck up. It got totally blown out of proportion. There was TV coverage, the full fucking works, man. Not what the police wanted. Uh, they told him to, to not talk, and yet he fucking did, you know what I mm. mean? So what they did is they tried to make his, his life as hard as possible at work, Okay. put him on menial duties, and tried to keep him away from the public because he just couldn't keep a lid on this it was mm. just getting out of fucking out of hand and they turned on him he was put on um, desk duties he was ridiculed all because he he was being seen as a, tr- a troublemaker because he was talking about shit that he shouldn't have spoke about right. and he was asking questions about that Damsky death he shouldn't have been doing that he meant to keep your mouth shut you know what i mean and the yorkshire police were trying to say there's nothing involved in this this is bu- bullshit and yet their police officers are saying yeah, there is. We fucking saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this pissed off the MOD because they were trying to keep everybody calm and just sort of forget about it. Mm-hmm. And now law enforcement personnel are yapping, and they were like, "Shut the fuck up, yeah. man!" You know what I mean? Yeah, what are you doing, dickheads? He was becoming quite intimidated. In the, I mean, there's quite a, there's a fair bit of information regarding what they did to him. I'm not going to go into it, but mm. they they took him to the edge, really, like almost of insanity. They they pushed him hard to get him out of the police force and they, make, they did some really really cruel things because after he'd seen this side he was um, he was assaulted on duty kicked proper hard in the bollocks like super hard burst a testicle
0: <sighs> I can't even imagine that pain I love <laughs>
1: Rather, someone cut my throat with a rusty spoon, <laughs> didn't that? <laughs> You'd rather be in a uh, in the Saudi Arabian concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I would. It, the, the, so the one ball got burst. Apparently, <sighs> his last remaining bollock was kicked up inside his body, Fuck where it remained for a few months. It was on like a fucking little holiday. Obviously, that hospitalised him, and he took. As I say, if he didn't fucking his his hardcore. And they, um, yeah, he came back to work. And what they did when they ca- they basically said, We've taken your patrol car off you because you weren't at work, but here's a bike. You can ride this push bike around. He was like, I've just come out of hospital. T-
0: my testicles have been popped, man. Yeah, and you're yeah, you telling I mean? me to sit around on, on, on a bike? My balls are going to hurt, man. What it's are you my, doing? It's bad, yeah. isn't it, man? Yeah.
1: do you give any any sort of weight to it do you, be, do you believe him I think it's um
0: um but I would, I would my my mind would say it's all bollocks but if it's if it, if it's all on documents with the MOD well
1: they released
0: them um, like it makes me think mm, well maybe it's what he said some of the stuff might be not true what he said and some of it might be like, like Chinese whispers added on and all sorts, but yeah. still, you know what I mean? It's still a bit hard.
1: It is very fucking hard. I mean, cause he had no interest in UFOs. He didn't know about, he didn't watch sci-fi mm-hmm. movies. He didn't know anything about the subject. So this kind of bout of missing time that he had, 30 yeah. minutes or so, he didn't really put any significance on it. Yeah. Just thought, well, I don't know. Maybe I just, you know... Lost track of time staring at a floating diamond in, in the fucking road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But a chief detective inspector who was head of the Manchester fraud squad called DCI Norman Collinson contacted Alan Godfrey because he'd heard about the case because it was obviously quite big and he wanted to do, a, do an interview with him. I think it was filmed. Not for TV, just so they captured all the details. Now, Godfrey um, was told not to talk to anybody about the meeting, especially over the phone. You got obviously this bloke from the fraud squad is he's thinking this is important. Mm. Oh, that's oh, what yeah, Godfrey yeah. thought because this is a top-ranking copper he wanted to talk to him about yeah, yeah. something that was apparently bollocks. Mm. So he agreed, met. DCI Collingwood and three other people. Now they weren't police officers; they were just civilians who were a member of a of a UFO group. I think they called it the Tin, ha- Tin 4 Hat Club or something. Right. And they'd heard about his case and they wanted to speak to him. Now they'd seen and they come along with the top cop. Yeah. Because you think he, that would have been allowed? The top cop was part of the of this UFO group. Oh, right, They'd okay. all had experiences seeing shit in the sky. SSA,
0: that, I, I wouldn't believe that if the top cop comes along and he goes, oh, I'm just bringing some uh, UFO fanatics, and you got, like, like Gary with the geeky <laughs> glasses sitting <laughs> yeah, there. In the yeah, yeah. Going, Did you see that in the sky?
1: I, I saw this on Terminator 2 or something, you know what I mean? But, no. Okay, now, fair enough. It's because he w- this police officer had seen something previously that he knew was as far as he could tell, very real and very strange. So he joined, which is a brave thing to do for a top-ranking copper, joined a fucking UFO <laughs> club. Yeah, and it's very brave. You think, you know... Don't, you know. Ridicule, you know mm. what I mean? But anyway, Godfrey agreed to uh, to meet these three people. He was uh, he was against it at first mm. because he was like, well, I don't know, mate, you know what I mean? But um, they they said, yeah, come on then, we'll have a meeting. During the meeting, he told them about this missing time and he didn't know, obviously, the significance of not being able to account for every piece of every minute that he was he was out there. But yep. they did. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, mate, have you uh don't you think that's a bit weird? And he was like, No, I've not really thought about it. And they were like, You've got thirty minutes of time that you can't account for. I think you need to have a, a little think about what might have happened there. Mm. That's a bit odd. You saw this and now you can't account for time. They suggested to him why not be hypnotized? He didn't want to because um he thought it was Like, you know, like fucking look into my eyes, around my eyes. Thought it was all, you know, but eventually he was like, all right, we'll do it. Let's have a fucking go. And so they arranged him to have four sessions with two separate psychiatrists. Importantly, they knew nothing about him. They weren't into UFOs. Uh, they assumed that it was very neutral to everything. They were ignorant to it. They mm. assumed that because they were interviewing a police officer, they were it was about some sort of criminal case or something. Okay. So, what do you think about hypnosis? Do you think it's it's you know? I lu- think it's bollocks. <laughs> go on, go for it. I just think it's
0: absolute bollocks, isn't it? Really? Why? I think because I kind of think I kind of think people get forced to believe it by the people who are trying to hypnotise them.
1: I got planted memory.
0: Yeah, like like they they try and. Yeah, like a planted memory, sort of they sort of make them do shit, you know what I mean, because they're told to do it, you know what I mean?
1: Mm. Even if, because I've seen some of the tapes, and they don't, uh, they don't, it doesn't look like they ask him, I haven't watched them all, but it doesn't look like they're asking him leading questions, they're just like, okay, just recount what happened to you that night, and he's like, okay, and he's like asleep.
0: Yeah, but he's already come up with the story as well, so, you know, he's going to go along with it, if it's real or not, you know what I mean?
1: Well he no he doesn't know the full extent of what happened to him. He's only reported si- what we've said so far. Okay. Seeing seeing that fucking weird thing and the cows like apparently appearing and disappearing. So anyway, uh he goes in for I think it was on the 2nd of August 1981, which was about a year after his encounter nearly and he was regressed by Professor Robert Blair. Um Alan sat in a chair, not thinking it was going to work. The prof- professor began, looking to my eyes, oh, my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, it, after a while, he opened his eyes, um, complaining of a headache uh, and mm-hmm. said he felt ill, it's not working, stop the session. So they did. Yeah. He, he didn't know it at the time, but he'd been out for an hour and he was becoming increasingly stressed out and, and, and upset mm-hmm. and, com- and complaining about sharp pains in his head. Um they ended the session. He was violently sick, and he felt like shit afterwards. He didn't remember anything at this point. On the way home, mate, he pulled into a service station, puked all over the joint, crawled onto the back seat of the car and slept there till the morning. He was that fucked up. Mm. He couldn't, he, I don't know why, but he, he you know, I don't know, released some memories or something, I don't know. Anyway, he drove home, went to sleep, felt like shit. And under, it looks like under the hypnosis that, it actually, you did reveal something because he started to get really, like, odd dreams that very first night. Okay, he said they started with strange noises, like odd tones, weird, odd tones, really, really loud. And then he'd start to see shit. He said I was in his first night back, a three-foot-tall figure with an oversized light bulb-shaped head with massive black egg-shaped eyes with no nose and no mouth and spindly arms and long fingers was leaning across like close into his face and like almost touching him and staring into his eyes. And Obviously that dream would freak him out Mm. and he'd scream and kick it away. Like we say, mate, he's got no interest in UFOs, but he's describing, you know, the the famous... The classic grey. The classic fucking grey, Mm. which wasn't in sort of popular lore, really at the time yeah. yeah yeah it's a very odd thing for him to <laughs> describe mm. uh, but immediately back at work high-ranking policemen were asking him about his hypnosis sessions yeah. which is strange because he didn't tell him anything
0: yes well as far as he knows
1: yeah unless that other copper did mm. but he kept it all and it's so he's starting to think oh, my phones are being tapped here you yeah i
0: yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. he was start he also got followed around by unmarked cars that would park outside the um you know the the surgeries where he was having his hypnosis mm-hmm. um you know what i mean it's 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 fucking it's it's a bit of a peculiar <laughs> story so far yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, after the first hypnosis session, he was called into another meeting at Todd Police Station where a sergeant and a man, again, only identified as somebody from the Ministry of Defence, wanted to interview him. They asked him for more details about what he saw, and the MOD officer told him that his case was being investigated in conjunction with the Rendlesham Forest UFO incident, which okay. is where, do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I, remember we did that. I that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where something came down. When they
0: were recording, wasn't
1: there? Some voice recording of it or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was apparently shooting lasers into a potentially nuclear... A base where they were storing nuclear weapons. Now, that incident, the Rendlesham Forest incident, happened four weeks after... Alan Godfrey saw that thing in the fucking street and mm. they were taking him very seriously. He had to sign a document that was covered by Official Secrets Act and he he looked on that document as he was signing it, just reading through it briefly, and there was also comments regarding the Adamski case on it. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's they're saying, Rendlesham Forest, <laughs> Adamski, your UFO. Yeah, it's why, why all link them together? So. Keep your mouth shut. Mm. So, so to me, I was thinking, all right, okay, It was a foreign intelligence, as in, like, I don't mean alien. I mean, was the Russian, were they flying about doing stuff? Maybe. It wouldn't surprise me. There seems to be always around the Russians doing shit, aren't they? Poisoning people, you
0: know, (laughs) flying planes close, you know what I mean? All that sort of shit. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's something weird like that. But it seems a bit too weird, especially for the time, for anything like that to be made, you know what I mean? And... Actually, anything now probably wouldn't be able to do
1: that. Seems far out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. About a month later, it was on the 9th of September 1981, he had his second hypnosis regression. It was carried out by a doctor, Josh Jaffrey. He regresses victims of violent crimes and Mm -hmm. I believe he's a university lecturer or professor or some shit. Again, he knew nothing about it. Um, he, he, He knew nothing about the case, just was told to let the man talk. Tell him he's going to tell you what happened to him, you know, just catalogue it down again. Godfrey woke up, he didn't realize hours had passed until he looked at the fucking clock. Um, but the session was actually stopped not because it naturally came to an end, he he was hooked up to machines to monitor his heart rate and Mm. he was getting fucking off the scale, panicking as fuck.
0: They stopped it, sort of thing,
1: yeah, yeah. When he woke up, he looked around the room and everybody that was in there was apparently looking at him, just shocked, just going. (gasps) And he was like, what? What did I say? Who's (laughs) farted? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They wouldn't tell him anything. Yeah, yeah. Because he had, I think, another two more hypnosis sessions, and they were keeping everything that he'd revealed secret from him Mm -hmm. to not influence the outcome of the next ones.
0: Yeah, because if they tell him exactly, he might blemish the story even more or or less, depending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He had another two uh, hypnosis sessions, again, being violently ill um massive headaches, the dreams are coming back, and the weird fucking alien thing looking into his face. Yeah. And he was trying to get into his head in the dreams. It was like trying to physically crawl into his mind. Mm. Um and when his sessions ended, this is what he recalled. He said um as as we said the details earlier on, being in the road, seeing the the fucking the weird diamond shaped yeah. thing. But he said under hypnosis, he said when it was spinning Instead of just sitting there looking at it and drawing a picture, he actually got out of his patrol car. Now this is under hypnosis if there's anybody out there he does who does that let us know if it there's any weight to it because like you say, does that work? you know what i mean
0: it just sounds like bollocks to me it sounds like
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it does hypno. it's
0: like hypnosis all that sort of stuff you know it might it might help ease people to come out and we know never have problems, but I also think stories can be made up while underneath it. True. Because you, if you're in a state of mind, when, you, when you're asleep, your dreams are mental. You know yeah. what I mean? You could be floating around on a on a turtle. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if, if you're in that kind of state, couldn't you just say that?
1: Mate, well, this is about as mad as flying around on a turtle. Mate. Yeah. <clears throat> he said he got out of the car. Whilst he was standing there staring at it, there was like a, a really bright light illuminated the entire area. And then it went black. And this is where it gets a bit fucking weird. Mm. He said he felt like he was f- he was being floated. Couldn't see anything, he's in darkness, he's floated up into the craft and he came to in a room, a weird futuristic room looking thing. There was a man in there who was dressed like a dude from the Bible, and he was surrounded by, he reckons, eight three foot tall beings with light bulb-shaped heads and massive eyes, and they were just standing around. It sounds like a sketch from Monty Python. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. He says the bloke was six foot tall, really, really thin, and he was wearing like a tight-fitting skull cap on his head. Uh, and got he got some style then. Oh, yeah, man. He's yeah, a fucking yeah. fashion guru. And he also said when he looked at him, any kind of, you know, feelings of fear would, would, dissipate, would dissipate. This guy was able to calm him down, apparently, just by looking at him. And he also said he got the impression that he'd met him before, which is a bit weird. Mm. Oh, when there was a black dog in the room. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as you do. As you expect on an alien craft. This weird man dressed like somebody from the Bible. Telepathically, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Told him his name was Joseph. Okay. Hebrew for Joseph, and wanted him to get onto some sort of table like I don't know examination purposes yeah yeah. he says these small alien figures were robots helping Yosef. he said he has no idea why he knew they were robots he just he just knew yeah he said that the robot thing started to examine him started poking at his clothes he, he fought back at this point as you fucking would yeah because <laughs> <It's gonna laughs> to be, be fair I, I,
0: I think I would have gone pu- I wouldn't have uh, agreed to what he said say it well, blah 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 <laughs> let me speak let <laughs> um, head but yeah, if he's telepathically speaking to me, I think the, I, I'd be instantly not doing what he said. If he goes, go and sit on that bench, I go, um, n- no, <laughs> I, I don't think this is
1: going to happen. This is this is a bit too freaky for me to just do what you say. Do you, do you know what? Tor to it for me. What? It's not the weird dude called... Yosef standing there in is the it road. It's not the it's not the aliens. It's, if I saw that dog just standing in the corner I'd gone some mm, fucking. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Why is it that? Fuck this! Yeah, yeah. It's like some
0: weird like like I say, it's like a like Mon- a Monty Python. Some Labrador. <laughs> In the corner of the room. What? Yeah, imagine that. You'd be just be like, um, "Okay, right. Why is there a dog there? <laughs> can we answer?" That's my first question, probably when I get took it onto it. Not like, "What the fuck is this?" i would be like, what's yeah. What's why is there a dog here? Yeah. I don't know what this is, but why is there a dog here? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't understand. There's no logic to read for that dog to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with the aliens. Yeah. I'm down with you, Joseph. Y- you're fine, mate. Because
1: I just saw your mad UFO. But why is there a dog in the? I'm corner?
0: I'm down with you because you can talk to me telepathically. Perfectly, but why is there a dog there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said he began to panic, no shit, and started mm. thrashing about, and uh, this geezer, Joseph, touched his forehead, calmed calmed him down and everything went black, and he said again, black again. Something unseen grabbed him whilst he was in this sort of black sort of, I don't know, dimension, yeah, yeah. whatever, carried him up onto the table and then the alien dude started attaching something to his left ankle and his right wrist. Now, that's what he reckons caused that mark on his left foot, you know, where his soul was split mm. open. But he, he hasn't got a fucking clue what they, what that equipment was for. It was, just, it was just on there. And then the next thing he knows, he's driving down the fucking road in the rain. <laughs> right, okay. Just, that is what he remembers. Now, he himself, he says he struggles to believe what he actually said. Yeah. Because he's watched his own hypnosis tapes and he's like, I can't believe that I said what I said. Yeah, yeah. It's he, a bit like, yeah. It's like, just what? He even says he thinks it could potentially be some form of um way that he's coping with something that's happened. He doesn't necessarily oh,
0: not not that sh- not that, but like he's made up a story to cope with something else. Maybe yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Just because it's so mad. Mm. Just because yeah. it's so fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that, maybe that's why everyone was shocked in the room because they were <laughs> like a black Labrador yeah. sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about <Yeah. laughs> the whole story is going.
1: Dog, yeah, yeah, and there was a sitting there trying dog. to work
0: out. Dog, question mark, sitting there going, Hmm, how did we work this
1: one out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the, after the, um, I think I can't remember what year it was, but when the British government said, Oh, you c- if you want information about shit that used to be classified, you can do freedom of information requests and we'll release it. Good old it.
0: Tony Blair, that was,
1: was it Blair? Blair who'd done that, yeah. And um, well, Godfrey, he was like, Brilliant, that was shooting me in the foot soon. That was, <laughs> well, Godfrey thought, I'll get my own files, yeah. I'll have a look at my own files Mm -hmm. and see what they said. And they said, we've got no files about you, mate. Nothing. What? So, yeah. Why? Yeah. It's weird, innit? Yeah. Makes zero sense. It's so random. uh, Does does
0: anything prop up about um, the geyser on top of the coal thing, like why is it linked to him in, in any way than except for the fact that he saw it?
1: Um, the reason why they think that they're linked is not is because people reported seeing UFOs flying about that coal yard, right? Okay. And the way that that body was found, you know what I mean? It was it been dead three to four hours, but there were people working there when when he should have died. Mm. But yet, he wasn't in the coal yard. Okay. He just appeared there dead. <laughs> he just appeared there dead with a botched haircut. Yeah, that's odd. And because Godfrey was investigating his case and was there, the first copper on the scene and then this happened to him, it's like somebody or, I don't know, it sounds nuts, but like people high up the chain know more than they're letting on, know what happened to Adamski and also know that what happened to Godfrey was related to it. Mm. But they'll mm. never, it doesn't seem like there's any evidence to back it up. No, they're they're missing, maybe there's missing files because it's all bullshit.
0: Mm, there's
1: yeah. no files there yeah. in the first place yeah, yeah,
0: yeah he's, he's gone, he's, they must have hid all the files and you go this, the reason why there are no files is because this never happened you've just wrote a book in your head yeah. and me just said that this happened yeah
1: well mean you tonight. could concoct a story now yeah. and then say let's get the freedom of information request in 20 years and find out but they're not yeah, there yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and you go it must be true because you know I've told you this story and they've hid it <laughs> yeah, yeah really it just laughing yeah, they yeah. weren't yeah. there in the first place yeah. it's all bullshit I don't know it's um, it is weird, isn't it? Put it's it that way. I like the
1: randomness of that one.
0: Yeah, it's it's like. So, anything else happened to him after that? Do you know? Or was he just it was did everything just go back to normal, so to speak?
1: No, it didn't have anything.
0: So nothing. He, he just had that one sort of one weird experience with the Labrador or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. call it Labrador now. Yeah. but Um. Joseph and, and Joseph, his
1: pet. Joseph and his pet. Yeah. And the mm. eight aliens, and then that dead dude called Adamski. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's really weird. So what are saying about that? Are you on board or are you saying... I'm calling Billy bullshit.
0: there <laughs> <laughs> <knew> you would. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon so. I reckon it's, it's, it's a... Um, what was it? A fantasist. Someone who likes to make shit up. Yeah. But, you know, it might be true. But I'll, but I'll probably say it about most things.
1: It's, I thought it was... I was going down... Well, I, I, obviously, I don't know if it happened or not. Let's face it, it doesn't sound like it's anything that possibly could happen. Mm. But, yet, it's the the seven witnesses that were independently that night saw shit in the same area yeah, yeah. where he was. And that woman about the cows, she rang in independently, not knowing that people had called in about the cows. It just seems that's quite... That's the most um, telling part to me. I'll say telling. The most interesting part in regarding whether it's Real or not? Is that independent people reporting the same shit?
0: Yeah, but what happened to them, though? Did that? Did anyone do any hypnotism? hypnotism no. On no, that no. old lady? I mean, she probably died, didn't she? Not long after that. She
1: apparently didn't want to talk in public about it conveniently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. thought so. <laughs> That's right, isn't it,
1: mate? He's <laughs> <laughs> just blatantly looking at him going, this is all bullshit, yeah, mate. Of course you don't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The other coppers that did they? the ones that oh, saw that, yeah. yeah they did and they basically said it wasn't something that they said it's, it wasn't man made how the fuck can you tell yeah you don't know do you how can you are you familiar with every single you know piece of that's, cutting that's edge thing
0: in the world
1: or whatever yeah every piece of cutting edge military technology out there every single part did you look at it was it made of a substance not found on earth how could you tell it wasn't man made yeah. Yeah, so it's been a fucking firework. It could have in a tree, then <laughs> no, that's not man made, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was a bird,
0: <laughs> it wasn't man made, it <laughs> was a fucking tree, yeah, or a bird, yeah. Just you <laughs> could
1: freak everyone out and say that, and they go, What
0: was it then? What? It was a tree,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That's fucking. That's the weird case of uh, Alan Godfrey, Alan Godfrey, you bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, dear me, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, go on. I've had um, I think more of a convincing sort of abduction alien stories than that one. Um yeah. but still I f- like you say cuz it was you got that random weird thing at the, with the geese on top of the coal pit. That's and all weird that. in it. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: If that's definitely true. Yeah, is it, it is, worth yeah. finding information on that death rather There than is
1: none. That's the thing. There is none, but that definitely did happen. It's de- that definitely did happen. There was a missing persons report. His family
0: buried him. Is there any information on the missing missing persons report? Yeah, man went missing. Found found five days later on top of a coal pile, died of a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. here you go. Have him back. <laughs> he's not bad news he's dead. Good news he's not covered in coal.
1: what they said what happened to him? Well, died of natural causes. On top you of a coal hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's that coroner man in the inquest when he said if um someone could prove to me that UFOs are flying around, I think we'd have the case solved. Because he said that, everyone went fucking aliens. Yeah, well, you know right. what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, but but someone who's got that sort of power could make shit like, couldn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. If he's respected uh, as a, a you know a professional, whatever. If you went, well, you know, if if the um underground pixies come out again <laughs> and you know take people's shoes, then this will explain the whole situation.
1: Yeah, maybe it was an elaborate story because he fucked up his new police boots and he's like, fuck, I'm going to get busted in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It right. just
0: got really, really bad. He's going, oh shit. You're going to blame this on want I just want him to go, oh, for fuck's sake, here's some new boots. Don't yeah. worry about it. And it's has gone real. It just keeps going and it got yeah. worse and worse and worse. He's, he's written just, a book about it. He's sitting it. there going, <laughs> 20, <laughs> yeah.
1: 30 years later, he's written a book about it and he just fell down a step and yeah. now he believes that UFOs <laughs> abducted him and <laughs> yeah, blew his yeah, shoe yeah. off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was Fucking just craziness. It's like the worst elaborate story just ever. going and going yeah. and going. All, all just to cover up a scuff on a shoe. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <a> bit <laughs> damaged police equipment. Yeah, yeah. There is as well a, um, a house. There was like a future... I say futuristic. It looks old as fuck. Well, like a... Um, at the time in the 1980s, some sort of futuristic house that people could you could move around that looked like well it was it didn't look like it it was designed to look like a ufo Mm. so it's like this sir like this saucer shaped thing with pothole windows all around and it was in the village where this happened and it was being moved not at the time because you had to get permits apparently because it was a big fuck because a big thing had to shut the roads but it that was there and everyone was saying well you just saw that didn't you and he was like no i fucking didn't but yeah, it yeah. sounds like you might have done. Yeah,
0: I think you didn't think my friend. And you're just making this up saying it's uh you know Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well one of whose name is bullshitter. Alan Godfrey. <laughs> Mr Godfrey. <laughs> well there you go then. Yeah, ma'am. So um you can contact us on robots eyes at gmail dot com
1: That's the fella. I Find us on um, all of our Bullshit that you Google. can find. Give
0: us all your cash as well on Patreon. Oh, yeah. forgot got about that. If you that. want to buy a T-shirt, buy Bu- a T-shirt. Yeah, buy, buy 50 T-shirts at a time. Yeah, yeah man. Um, you know, just give us your money. <laughs> and send us a load of beer, please. I still haven't been given any beer from these big companies. I
1: know, yeah. These giant companies.
0: Yeah. Budweiser. Not Carling. They can fuck right off.
1: I'm not having them at all.
0: No, no. They, their drinks taste like piss. Actually, I'd rather drink my a pint of my own piss than a pint of Carling.
1: That's some that's some hatred for their beer then. Yeah,
0: it's not very nice. Did a
1: bad hangover? Is that? Yeah, it's horrible.
0: So it's I, mean. I drunk
1: drugs? my own piss. I wouldn't get a hangover.
0: You also wouldn't get drunk. No. So you know. I oh know so you p- probably would. <laughs> You'd <laughs> Drink <laughs> your own piss. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh dear. So,
0: sort of filtered out, super strong.
1: <laughs> yeah, ferment your piss. Yeah. And yeah. you can have piss beer, piss lager.
0: Punk p- brewery won't need to give us booze. Brew Anyone? Dog. Yeah, Brewdog. That's <laughs> it. Punk brewery, Brewdog. Brew Whatever you want to call yourselves.
1: <laughs> that's blown it.
0: <laughs> give us beer. <sighs> All right then. Anyone else? Aldi, give us beer.
1: <laughs> just anything. Yeah, just, just, just a beer. A, Rob's just angling for free ale. I just want... I just... I'll have
0: a big smile on my face if a crate... Except not Carling. I'll be furious if one of them <laughs> turned up. Um, Four four cans or something just appeared. i would be like, that's good of them. <laughs> Even if it's just four cans, then I'll probably moan and go, why didn't you send us like 15 crates? You
1: fuckers anyway yeah send us beer thanks for listening send uh, us beer we'll see you next week send us beer